Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. From the January 6th committee, also a preview of a big trial related to that day, the Capitol riot last year. It's all ahead with Scott McFarland, CBS News congressional correspondent, joining us at 710. Bad day on Wall Street, the Dow down 486 points, and the NASDAQ down nearly 200. It's 7 o'clock. Rough weather possible in Florida. Be prepared. U.S. on avoiding the use of nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Private diplomatic warnings have been sent to Moscow. Heading south on Wall Street. Stocks are stuck in a four-day slide. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In the tropics, a depression forms and is on track to head toward Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency for four southern Florida counties. I always have extra uh, cases of water. I have a lot of canned foods. I have all. I have, I, I'm pretty prepared for anything. Meantime, in Bermuda, they largely dodged a bullet, but CBS's Michael George says that's not expected to be the case for Eastern Canada. Fiona continues to track north. In Nova Scotia, boat owners secured their vessels while others stocked up on food. We got everything all tied down. And I have everything prepared. I got my candles, I got my batteries. With eight inches of rain expected to fall, Fiona is shaping up to be one of the most severe storms in Canada's history, where it's forecast to make its next landfall. Officials confirm the U.S. has sent multiple messages to Moscow urging against the use of nuclear weapons in Russia's war on Ukraine. A U.S. official confirms the private back-channeling. Diplomatic warnings to Moscow, which aids stress, have run parallel to what President Biden has said publicly. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. The consequences of a nuclear use by Russia, the president was very clear uh, about this, uh, especially during his 60-minute interview, would be disastrous for the world. Mr. Biden told Scott Pelley for last Sunday's program. It would change the face of war unlike anything since World War II. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Pessimism reigns on Wall Street. CBS's Jason Brooks. Bears are in charge of the stock market as the major averages sank under recession worries, with the Dow Jones plummeting below 30,000 to its lowest level of 2022, briefly entering bear territory. The dollar continues to surge higher against other world currencies, and that weighed on oil, gold, and U.S. Treasuries. The Dow plunged 486 points today. The Nasdaq closed down 199 points. Republicans unveil their midterm agenda. CBS's Nicole Killian. This is a four-pronged plan, and uh, the crux of it is trying to strengthen the economy. They want to do more to try to lower gas prices, bring inflation down, help address some of these supply chain issues. They also want to deal with the issue of security, whether we're talking about the border issues of public safety. President Biden responds. Well, I don't want to hear it from Republicans. They're the ones who blew up the deficit. They're the ones when we're the ones bringing it down. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 703, it is Friday, September 23rd. 63 degrees right now. It'll be chilly tonight, falling into the 40s in the burbs.
And good evening. I'm John Doman. And I'm Ann Kramer. The top local stories we're following for you this hour. The shelter in place has ended in the Bailey's Crossroads area of Fairfax County. And impacted roadways closed for more than five hours now are free-flowing again. Lifting the lockdown, Lieutenant Daniel Spital of Fairfax County Police says the gunfire that shattered glass and hit two cars at the Starbucks here on Leesburg Pike at South 7th Street was not from a high-powered rifle. What we went with was original information uh, from witnesses that believed that it came from across the street in that high-rise building. Spital says now that the forensics team has examined the scene and evidence. We're confident that those are pistol rounds. Again, no longer believe that they're from a position of elevation, uh, which uh, changes the course of the investigation. Police do want to hear from anybody, though, who might have seen anything related to the shooting before noon Friday. At Bailey's Crossroads, Christy King, WTOP News. Campaign 2022 here on WTOP. A major victory today for advocates of mail-in ballots in the state of Maryland. A judge is allowing those votes to be counted before Election Day. In his ruling, Montgomery County Judge James Bonifant says mandatory deadlines will be missed if he didn't take this action. Under the decision, mail-in ballots will be able to be counted as they come in for the election in Maryland in November. Counting can start October 1st. The State Board of Elections asked for this change, anticipating 1 million to 1.3 million mail-in ballots in this upcoming election. This ruling affects only this election, not others going forward. And of course, the effect is we'll all know who is elected possibly on election night or soon after and not weeks and weeks after those mail-in ballots are counted. In Rockville, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Meantime, supporters of the decision are celebrating tonight. Maryland State Senator Cheryl Kagan spoke outside the courthouse where a judge ruled that elections officials could start counting mail-in ballots before election day. Kagan, who pushed a bill in Annapolis to do just that on why the decision is so important. We are looking at well over a million mail-in ballots anticipated for the November general election. Governor Larry Hogan, who vetoed the bill Kagan sponsored over security concerns, issued a statement saying he welcomed the judge's decision. Without the judge's action, elections officials would have had to wait until two days after November 8th to start counting the mail-in ballots. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now, there was no immediate reaction from the campaign for Dan Cox, the Maryland state delegate who filed a motion to block the early mail-in vote count. Cox is running for governor against Democrat Wes Moore. Meanwhile, across the river in Virginia, voters started casting ballots for the November midterms today. I just got up a little extra early and decided that I want to come down here. Here to the Fairfax County Government Center, Frank Anderson was first in line for the start of early in-person voting today. The Government Center is a big wide open space and, you know, it's, it's just very accessible to come here and come on in and vote. Virginia voters get a long time to cast a ballot with early voting starting 45 days before the election. Early voting won't start for another month still in D.C. and Maryland. It's something that I don't take for granted. I think that it's a right that if you have it, you should use it. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the January 6th committee meets again next week. So what should we expect? 707. Data is at the core of your mission. It's the fundamental building block of every process, procedure, and protocol across your agency. And when it's exposed, lost, or stolen, your mission is at risk. In today's world, when your data can be accessed from anywhere, shouldn't your security be everywhere? Learn how Netscope helps federal customers keep data secure from the data center to the battlefield, on-prem or in the cloud at Netscope.com. Netscope. 
security that's ready for anything. When your celebration of life is prepaid in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family later because no one should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. Paying in advance protects your loved ones and gives you the peace of mind you deserve. Let us help you plan every detail with professionalism and compassion. We're National Funeral Home and National Memorial Park. Find us at DignityMemorial.com. DC Sports Huddle listeners, want to put your pro football picking skills to the test? Visit MGM National Harbor to play Beat the Book at any of our BetMGM kiosks. Get more picks correct than our book, and you could win a share of $15,000 in free play. Each week, visit between Tuesdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. to participate in this free-to-play game. And if you're searching for a great game-watching destination, check out Tap Sports Bar for music, food, and drink specials every Sunday. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or 1-800-GAMBLER. 708. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, it's been a long, grueling rush hour this afternoon. Finally, some relief uh, for that poor person whose car has been sitting in the middle of the roadway. Uh, southbound 395 in the middle of the Case Bridge. Uh, response has finally showed up on scene. But that means everyone behind them has to squeeze, it looks like, to the far right or to the far left to get by. Delays coming out of the Navy Yard, headed west on 695 and then south on 395. It's also slow out of the 3rd Street Tunnel to join southbound 395, headed toward Virginia as well. Uh, but again, finally some response to that. That crash has been there literally for well over an hour and finally getting some help out there. Good news for that poor person. Inbound South Capitol Street as you cross the Douglas Bridge headed toward Nats Park. Again, traffic was squeezing by to left around that crash. Uh, heavy volume on both sides of uh, I-295 and DC-295, but as of late, no incidents reported in the roadway. Maryland Beltway has been ugly. Interloop delay still from at least St. Barnabas Road uh, down across the Woodrow-Wilson Ridge toward Virginia. Long-standing crash in the through lanes uh, on the left shoulder remains at last check. Outer loop delays have eased somewhat coming out of Virginia, but still slow before Telegraph Road getting onto the span before that breaks up. Uh, 95 northbound, unusually slow, headed on the 395. And then again, delays on 395 across the inbound 14th, headed toward the district. 95 southbound, several slow stretches. Heaviest volume down near uh, Garrisonville Road. Crash over on the right side. Be careful there as a result. This Saturday and Sunday is Regency Furniture's biggest ever total warehouse liquidation event. Over $47 million in furniture inventory will be cleared out at Regency Furniture Outlet in Waldorf. Rich Hunter, WTIP Traffic. Your forecast now from Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Breezy winds from today have subsided, and this, coupled with dry air, will allow temperatures to plummet tonight into the 40s for overnight lows. The coldest air we've had in our region for quite some time, with clear skies throughout most of the day. Tomorrow, few clouds, especially later. It will be a cold start with a beautiful afternoon. Temperatures warm into the upper 60s to mid-70s. We continue to warm on Sunday with highs near 80 and some scattered showers and thunderstorms, mainly later in the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 66 at the Wharf in D.C., 66 in Oxon Hill, and 65 in Sterling. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 7-11. There hasn't been a public hearing held by the House Committee looking at the events of January 6th in several weeks, but that'll change in just a few days when the committee returns to the Capitol. 
We spoke with CBS News' Scott McFarlane about what might get revealed at this next hearing. The committee has said they've been working behind the scenes through the summer, continuing their investigation, depositions, collecting more paper. This is a committee that's already done hundreds of depositions and collected tens of thousands of pieces of paper. The chairman of the committee says it's likely all nine members or many of the nine members will make part of a presentation. And that's noteworthy because we don't see a witness list. It's possible they're just going to be showing more of their work, showing more of their findings versus having witnesses there and querying them and trying to elicit new answers. And it won't be the last hearing, right, Scott, with this entire process? It's hard to know. This committee keeps moving the goalposts on us. It's possible, but it's not certain. And you'll recall this summer they sprung a last-minute hearing that wasn't expected when Cassidy Hutchinson had agreed to testify. The committee has also said they have a written report coming after the hearings, which is kind of their definitive report. Actually, the law through which this committee was created requires a written final report. That'll likely happen early December. We also learned earlier this week that Jenny Thomas will reportedly speak with the committee. How big of a deal is that? The committee chairman, when asked what he hopes to hear from Jenny Thomas, he said, quote, everything she knows. The committee has been unambiguous about this. They've had an interest in speaking with the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas for quite some time now, um, including about text messages she sent to former Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, urging a fight against the results of the 2020 election or to pick up an effort to challenge the results of the 2020 election. Her defense lawyer tells us that Jenny Thomas has agreed to a voluntary interview. It's worth underscoring. There was no subpoena here. This is something Jenny Thomas is doing voluntarily. But time's running short. They don't expect to have that interview before Wednesday's hearing. And this committee expires at the end of this calendar year. Scott, the criminal trials from the Capitol riot attacks are continuing, and another big one starts on Tuesday. What are we expecting there? That's the Oath Keepers Seditious Conspiracy case, the top-line, highest-level case so far, including that of Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes. Trials Tuesday morning, jury selection here at the federal court near Capitol Hill. Um, we expect, based on what we heard in court this week during the pretrial hearings, and some of these defendants, if not most of these, are going to argue about the Insurrection Act, the possibility, at least in their minds, that the former president would invoke the Insurrection Act, therefore laying the groundwork for what they're accused of doing. And what they're accused of doing is striking, coming to Washington, D.C., prepared for possible action and staging firearms at a hotel in Boston, Virginia, outside the city limits. This is going to be a spectacle and possibly a month-long trial. That's CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane, who joined us on Skype at 714. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 7 to 15, and here's Frank Hanrahan. All right, Nationals and the Marlins all tied up at 1-1 as they play this one top three down in Miami. Lane Thomas led off the game with a homer for the Nationals. Josiah Gray already three strikeouts for the Nats as they kick off that series. With the Marlins tied up 1-1 top three. Birds Astros scoreless bottom one from Oriole Park. College Park, it did, excuse me, college football didn't take long for Virginia to score, or Syracuse to score against Virginia, rather, as UVA's already down 7-zip at Syracuse. Syracuse, the Orange scored on their opening drive. So early first quarter, Wahoos down 7-zip at Syracuse. Maryland is 3-0, but they face unbeaten in number 4 Michigan tomorrow on the road. Terps right now about a 17-point underdog at Michigan. The Commanders are 6.5-point dogs at home to the Eagles Sunday at 1 o'clock. This will be, of course, in Landover, but the Eagles do travel well. Carson Wentz gets a shot at his old team. Used to play for the Eagles a couple years ago before he went to the Colts and then before he went to D.C. Roger Federer's final tennis match is doubles with Rafa Nadal facing Americans Francis Tiafoe and Jack Sock there at the uh, decisive 10-point tiebreaker all tied up at 5-5, part of the uh, Labor Cup over in London. I'm Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. A shelter in place has ended in the Bailey's Crossroads area of Fairfax County, and it turns out someone wasn't using a high-powered rifle to shoot from a high-rise apartment. Instead, police say two empty vehicles were hit by bullets shot from a handgun in a parking lot. A Maryland judge has ruled that elections officials can start counting mail-in ballots as soon as October 1st. However, no results will be revealed until polls are closed on election night. The governor supporting that decision. An autopsy shows a black man from Colorado died after he was injected with too much sedative and restrained by police outside of Denver. 23-year-old Elijah McLean died back in 2019. Three police officers and two paramedics are facing charges in his death. The original autopsy said the cause of death couldn't be determined. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in the minutes ahead. 717 and whodunits are popular again with movies like Knives Out and Only Murders in the Building. And the new movie, See How They Run, is part murder mystery and part genre spoof. So what does entertainment editor Jason Fraley think? In 1953 London, at the 100th performance of Agatha Christie's The Mousetrap, a Hollywood director, Adrian Brody, is killed backstage at the theater. Is this good as a confession? It's not jumpsy conclusions, Constable. Sam Rockwell drinks away his sorrows as veteran inspector Stoppard, while Saoirse Ronan plays the bright-eyed novice sidekick Constable Stalker, tracking down suspects in flashy split screens. The script is best when it embraces Mel Brooks or Monty Python spoof comedy, mocking the concept of flash and title cards reading three months later. It grows tedious when it becomes just a regular whodunit with enough red herrings, but a reveal that's more amusing than shocking. I'm WTOP film critic Jason Fraley giving See How They Run three out of five stars. 718. Traffic and weather on the eights. Back over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, finally some good news in the district. First, a crash long-standing inbound South Capitol Street on the Douglas Bridge. Completely wrapped up and cleared, and delays have cleared out. Good news there. 395 southbound, they finally arrived on the scene of a crash, which had been in the roadway for over an hour. That's now been cleared from the roadway, but the damage has been done. Still very slow, leaving the Navy Yard in southwest, headed toward the outbound 14th, but at least the pace is picking up just a little bit. Authorities en route to the scene of a crash, 50 westbound, the John Hanson Highway, just before you get to 197. Uh, one of our listeners who was going eastbound said it looked like all traffic was stopped. 
We don't have a visual of it, but there is a delay that's definitely building up headed east of 3301. I should say west of 3301 toward 197. Looks like it is going to be closer to 197. If any traffic's getting by, it's very little at this time. Now on the Beltway, the crash is on the Adaloop after River Road. The crash in the merge lane along the right side uh, still slowing folks down. Delays begin before the big curve at the 270 spur near Old Georgetown Road. Continue around past River Road toward the American Legion Bridge before the pace picks up. In a loop, several incidents from early this afternoon out of the roadway, but it remains slow, uh, leaving uh, Tyson's all the way across the American Legion Bridge before that picks up. Still some late volumes through Bethesda towards Silver Spring as well. It's Small Business September on WTOP. Presented by Eagle Bank. Get advice from local leaders on how to navigate today's business climate. Go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast with Amelia Draper. Clear and cold tonight after breezy winds today. We do have light winds tonight, and that's allowing our temperatures to fall into the 40s for lows. So a cold start tomorrow morning, but a beautiful afternoon. With relatively light winds, we'll have highs in the upper 60s to mid-70s and plenty of sun. More clouds on Sunday with warmer temperatures. Highs near 80 and some scattered showers and thunderstorms around, mainly during the afternoon and evening hours. This includes the chance for some rain at the Commander's game. Winds become breezy later Sunday and stay breezy on Monday with highs in the mid to upper 70s and partly sunny skies. For Tuesday, a bit breezy and cooler with highs in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 66 degrees right now at Tyson's Corner, 68 in Crofton, and about 64 degrees in Friendship Heights. Brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. 721. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you. And all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions. Plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. Teens use Instagram to explore their interests and connect with their friends. That's why we encourage them to interact in positive ways with friends and family by defaulting new teens' accounts to private, providing safety notices in direct messages, and more. It's why we help make sure the time they spend on Instagram is valuable with tools like daily time limits and take-a-break reminders. It's why we built Family Center, which helps parents support their teens in building a safe, intentional Instagram experience. We're committed to building a community community where everyone feels supported. And it's why we create features like sensitive content control, which can help teams see less sensitive content. That's why we'll keep building more tools and features to protect teens in the future. Explore more than 30 tools that can help teens have a positive experience on Instagram at instagram.com safety. 
This is WTOP News. 7.23 and the Loudoun County School Board is weighing a new draft of a policy that works to fall in line with new guidance from Virginia's Board of Education regarding sexually explicit content. If approved, the new policy would require schools to notify parents about any sexually explicit material found in any learning materials. Now, for the most part, the policy is based on the state's new guidance. But one big difference is that the censorship of books can't be based just on the sexual orientation or identity of the characters inside. Several more board meetings and public hearings will be held in the coming weeks before the policy is formally adopted. Well, some good news regarding a story we've been following for the last few weeks. D.C.'s Humane Rescue Alliance says a fifth missing puppy has been reunited with his mother. You might recall that the dog and her seven puppies, which were three and a half weeks old, were abducted from a foster home back in August. The mother was later found abandoned and tied to a pole. Since then, the shelter has issued a reward for information leading to the puppy's safe return. Sadly, there are two puppies from that litter that are still missing tonight. The shelter is offering a $7,500 reward for information leading to their location or safe return. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Humane Rescue Alliance. A local self-taught chef is showing off his skills in the kitchen, and it's led to a big following online. Chef Boyd Brown III knows his way around a kitchen. I've always been able to, to cook. He really began to learn the craft of cooking after one of his college friends realized he didn't know how to barbecue. I didn't know what I was doing, and so um, my teammates made fun of me. Now, with thousands of followers, this TikTok chef is showing off his omelet sandwich and jumbo lump crab melt. I've been approached uh, for having my recipes on different recipes. Restaurant menus. His ebook will be released next week, and he hopes to eventually open a restaurant here in the DMV. A reminder, he says, to bet on yourself. You can't be a quitter, and you have to be focused and dedicated. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Steve Dresner. Looking at the numbers from a very turbulent day on Wall Street, the Dow was down 46 and for the week dropped 4%. The S&P 500 was off 64 and for the week. The S&P 500 was down 4.6%. That's the lowest point since June 17th. And the NASDAQ fell 198. And looking ahead to next week on Tuesday, we'll get the numbers for durable goods as well as new home sales. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Try out the new 66 express lanes toll-free between Route 28 and Route 29 in Gainesville for a limited time. Learn how to use the new lanes at Route66Express.com. Now, coming up after traffic and weather, the latest on whether or not Maryland can start counting mail-in ballots before Election Day. It's 726. What did nine out of ten people who died from COVID have in common? They were 50 or older. And if you have a condition like heart disease or diabetes, your risk is even higher. COVID vaccines lower the risk of death. Get your updated vaccine now. It could save your life. We can do this. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women... <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. 
Try the new Ricola Max now. Available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.